As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We, we are officially recording the midweek howl. So, okay, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be surprised with all of our listeners. Um, what the heck happened to you last night? And um, are you, how are you doing? 24 hours ago, I was sleeping in the ER. Sleeping in the ER? What, yep, what, what because happened? They because they're so congested, they couldn't... <clears throat> Okay, I'm going to give you yesterday's event. All right. I got up to, you know, every day I walk my, just about every day I walk my two dogs out in the woods because if I don't walk them, it's like they're too scared. You know, they're Labrador retrievers, so they don't really like the outdoors. So, got to walk with them. So, about nine o'clock this morning, I'm walking those dogs down in the woods. And you know what it feels like when you your mind thinks you might have to throw up? Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought, that's okay. Now, I'm not quite to the wood line yet. I said, that's okay. Once I get to the woods, it's okay. I'll just throw up in the woods and nobody will see me. You know, knowing people here see me as my kids or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, I, but I didn't. And I was like, that's kind of a weird thought. But, you know, it's now that I think about it, I've had that feeling before. Remind me to circle back. All right. So, <clears throat> that was 9 o'clock. And I don't remember what I was doing. But I was just, I got so tired so quick at 1230. I, I, you know, as my lady's getting all this football crap going, right? Because she's the big, head. she's the big football fan. So she's, right. yeah. Okay. I go to my room, I put my pajamas on, I go to sleep. At, at one o'clock 12, in the afternoon. 1230, 12, 1230 noon yesterday. Okay. So she periodically comes through and says, are you okay? You want to get up? Oh, and, and hold on a second. 
started having some diarrhea in there. Not totally bad. I mean, I've had some colonoscopy, so I know what terrible diarrhea is. And it wasn't quite terrible. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, it wasn't like it alarmed me. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like too much Taco Tuesday or something diarrhea. It wasn't like you're about to go to the ER in five hours. You know, it was just... So, anyhow, I stayed in that bed, and I might have got up. And so, periodically, she would come in there and ask me how I was feeling. And I'd tell her, I'm fine, I'm just tired. It got to the point where I had three of these big fleece blankets on and a quilt over top. So, I had four blankets on, and I was just so freaking cold. So, at 4.30, she says, you're going to have to get up. And I said, do what? And she goes, you're sick. You're going to have to get up and start drinking some fluids or you're going to get worse. I told her, no, I'm fine. I'm just tired. And she said, well, I'm taking the kids up to the basketball courts. There's basketball courts in my town here, about two miles from my house. So and she said, I'm not going to leave until you're sitting in there, you know what I mean, in a chair, drinking water or Sprite or Gatorade or something. Yeah. So I told her, okay. So I got out of bed. I had a little diarrhea. And I went in there and I sat down on this lazy, not lazy boy, but you know one of them rocker recliners. You know what they're called? They got yeah, something like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a big yeah. old puffy lazy boy, but it, it, it'll spin. You know what I mean? It'll go yeah. about, you know what I mean? That was just enough. I didn't sit down within 30 or 45 seconds, and I thought, I'm going to have to puke. This thing, I can't get this chair to stop enough. You know? Move. It was moving a yeah. little bit too much for you. That's all it took. That's all it took. So right. I got a big open. My house is open, you know? So when I'm looking over to the kitchen sink, when I'm looking across the living room, I'm just, I'm, it's a straight shot, you know, 30, 28 feet or something to the kitchen sink. And we had just, my little boy had been sick a couple weeks ago, and he threw up all over the island and stuff, instead of just turning toward the sink and puking in the sink. <laughs> because he was too busy telling his mom that he was about to throw up instead of fucking just throwing up where he was. So I, I just said to myself, not stop until you get to that sink. So I got over that sink, and I leaned over, and I thought, okay, I might not puke up fast. Took my phone out of my pajamas. Sat there, I had my AirPods, I sat on there, I took my glasses off <coughs> and proceeded to puke in the sink and I run the water and the disposal, right? So it was very it was a very clean puke. Very clean and efficient. Yes. Like no nobody even know. But the longer I stood there, the more the dizzier I got. Okay. Now, I don't know where anybody's at. As far as I know, they done went to the basketball courts, right? Mm-hmm. So I started getting dizzy. Now, my daughter says I fell. Now, I think I just laid down on the floor because I have that propensity to do that. When I start feeling sick or something, I'd play on the floor. It don't bother me. So, but needless to say, when my wife came in there with my son and my daughter, I was laying in the floor. Puked, I puked on my sleeve or my good shirt. Remind me to come back to that because... <laughs> and I was laying in the floor and they wanted me to get up and I said I'm fine just let me sleep here a little bit 
Unless it's you me calling an ambulance, I said no. Now my daughter just told me, well, I go, she was calling 911. I'm just kidding it through to anybody. So I don't know if that's true or not, but my old lady said, hey. That feel good, huh? My old lady said, hey, um, well, she got the Wi-Fi calling. You know how you got to update your address for the Wi-Fi calling for the 911? You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't don't know what you're talking about. So anyway, there's a process you have to do. So when you call 911, then your phone doesn't call Chicago or someplace. You know how your phone, sometimes when you're online shopping or everything, you're in Tuscaloosa and you're not. Of course, I told them a while ago, I said, hey, when there's a real emergency, that's why we have a home phone. That's that thing over there that I carry around sometimes. That's a home phone. That's why it works so good. Um, Uh, They probably don't, don't even know how to use it, do they? Well, then I worried about that, too. Yeah, because you can't hit send. I mean, how do you teach them how to, you know? <laughs> so, I always said, hey, this is the deal. I would have, would have to go to the ER because if you keep getting worse, I won't be able to, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be able to pack you out to the car or whatever. So, I said, okay, I can go. So, have you seen the, and you probably don't, there was a Green Beret got shot three times in Afghanistan on Twitter the other day. And it was like five or six years ago, but, but did you watch it? No, I didn't see that. Okay. So it's just a crazy Afghan type shit, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and this dude has got, well, when you, before you click on the video link, it's got a couple pictures of him, like on the gurney with these holes in his back. And then with a wound back on him. And then there's a link where, his, the medic that was there had a GoPro on a helmet. Right? Yeah. So this dude comes in there, and I mean, he's freaking shot in the back by a RPK machine gun. So it'd be like somebody shooting you in the back with a 30 odd six. And, and it went in like at an angle, so it got underneath his body armor. Anyway, he's freaking shot. And he gets in there and he lays down. And this medic tells him, starts talking to him, You breathing okay? He says, Hey, we got to leave. You can't stay here, Jimmy or Joe, whatever this dude's name is. And he's talking this guy through it, and he's going, dude, I'm about to give you some morphine. Like, you know, he's calling on the radio, telling him, hey, we're going to go over here. We're going to move from our location to your location, you know, medevac at your location. We're going to move in 60 seconds or whatever. And he tells this dude that's freaking shot, Joe, Jim, I'm going to hit you with this morphine. And when I do, I'm going to count to three, and you're going to get back up just like you ran in here. And you're going to run out there with me to that fucking firefight to where they're going to pick us up. What? what? And this dude, what? And this dude. Okay. Now they've already, this is what I think, man. They've already cut his body armor and stuff off. And sure enough, one, two, three, go. And he gets up, man. And, and he, 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 I don't know, probably 7,500 yards. He runs to this little wall. Through a firefight with, through a firefight there's with nobody. Covered him and shit. You know, there's some dudes covering him and shit. <laughs> and then they get him over there and then they start IVing him and doing all their doo-doo. So that was stuck in my head when I thought, surely I can get off my fat ass, get to the bathroom, <laughs> crap in the toilet, and get out to the pickup, right? <laughs> without the morphine? Did you need the morphine? Without the morphine. <laughs> without the firefight. <laughs> so I make my thing to my daughter. The main hall bathroom is considered my daughter's bathroom. And I told him that. I walk him through this. I'm going to crawl on my hands and knees to Lucy's bathroom. That way I can sit on the toilet. If I need to puke, I can puke straight ahead into the bathtub. 
So I get in there and get my business done. I don't puke. I got puke on my shirt. My old lady's saying, hey, I'm going to get something. And I said, well, get me a sling pack. Give me a phone, a charger, my AirPods, and my glasses. And my billfold. She brings me this big old puffy pair of pajama pants. Because I had <laughs> pajama shorts. She goes, well, you mean you want to take it? I said, no, I'm going to pull these on top of the ones I'm wearing. And, of course, they helped me get dressed, but then didn't tie them. So I looked like the 69th Street Crip trying to run out to the freaking truck, holding them up. <laughs> so I got off the toilet. I washed my hands. I went straight along the wall, get out in the F-150, sit in the passenger side. And then seemed like forever. They don't, they're not coming. They didn't realize that I was out in the truck already. They're in there coming back looking for me. Where's he at? I'm in the truck, man. I thought we were medevacing out of here, man. The only, wor- the only worst thing would have been if you'd have gotten the truck and Christy would have been in the driver's so, gonna drive you to the emergency room. They come out there, but lady brings me to the ER. Beautiful big hospital there, and uh, pull up, and I don't see anybody. Right, I'm in the passenger side, so my side's to the curb, and I don't see nothing. And my lady goes, "God, it's packed," and I don't see nobody. So. Uh, I said, there's a wheelchair right inside the door. You know how? So she says, go to that wheelchair. I'll meet you in there. I said, I'll go to the wheelchair and use parking truck. So I got in the wheelchair. And sure enough, she followed me in because she don't listen. And <laughs> what? <laughs> so this damn truck. Park the truck. So then she wheels me over there. And there's a half a dozen people in there. And, and only one woman. I'm in a wheelchair and, a, and an old man. And an old woman is in a wheelchair. Everybody else looks pretty good shape. The gal that checked this in says, well, you're number six in line. I felt bad because she says, you're number six in line. So I fill out a few things. I don't even know what I filled out. But, you know, it was a a period of time. And they they act like they're going to run you right back, right? So... They run me, I don't know, within 10 or 15 minutes, they wheel me in the back, and these people ask me a few questions. Well, hold your shirt up. Which They started a IV line, and they didn't put an IV in. They started the pick line. Started IV line, and started a... Put all those chest things over my chest, you know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. when, I was laying, when I was laying on the floor, my old lady thought maybe I was having a... Some kind Heart of cardiac. Attack. Yeah, some Heart kind of attack. cardiac event. And because uh, I was sweating so bad. So that's about the time I asked you, you got my phone. She says, in the truck. I said, well, we'll get it for me. And that's when I texted you. And I, I think I sent you that picture that said, dude, I'm in the yeah. car. Yeah. No. So <laughs> because when I talked to you earlier today, I was in bed and I fully thought, well, I'll sleep for an hour or two and then I'll just get up and do the podcast. <laughs> right. Now, was your wife mad that you were taking a picture and sending it to me? Yes, you were. She sat there for four hours and went through my phone to see who was so important, and I had to tell. And she finally realized it was Shane Grove. <laughs> well, she just. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, they tell me, they put these pads on me for an EKG. They're going to run the full money on me for blood work, do this, do that. And then they wheeled me right back out with the old people sitting around. 
And they said, we'll come out and get you when we're ready. Well, I sat there for about an hour, and the old woman had been there in the wheelchair. Her and her people, they just walked up to the thing and said, we're going home. And the receptionist guy goes, you don't want to wait? And the guy goes, well, we've been waiting for three and a half hours. If it was oh my deal, she probably would have died. Or something like that. Yeah. Grandma out in his fucking car and leave. So my lady that... says, well, it's going to be a little bit. So I went over this. It's a big old sprawling waiting room. And on the far side was some big couches. And I went over there and I just laid on the couch and went to sleep. And then a couple hours later, they come and got me and brought me in there and and they told me, you know, they, they asked some stuff and looked at some stuff. And this PA come in there and she said, well, uh, you could be viral, but you have all the symptoms uh, of, the, of, the, of the, the hallmark symptoms of a tick-borne disease. A what? A tick-borne? Like you got yeah, so, a tick? So, so there's these like Rocky Mountain Spotted Fevers one. There's a kid that's in my brother, my kid, my brother, my eighth, my son's eighth grade class. That he got something called Alpha Gal, and he's allergic to all meats now and mammal stuff. He can't eat meat. He can't have milk, dairy based. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And this was a little chubby kid that's lost sixty five pounds. And when you're an eighth grader, you can't lose sixty five pounds. Um. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So I all that because well, it, all that because he can't eat meat, huh? He can't eat meat and dairy products. There's any kind of mammal-based stuff. So she starts to tell me that last year, year and a half ago during COVID, because the COVID tested me too. She said we we had almost one tick-borne thing a week, and some in the summertime we had one a day, several weeks at a time. Either Lyme disease, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, or something else. All of which are tick-borne, and they don't realize. Like, see, when I was a kid, there was no armadillos here, but now there's all kinds of armadillos, you know. So they don't know. I don't want to use the term climate change, but they don't know why these things are here now. They weren't here before. Yeah, it's weird. So, so you guys don't have tick. Like, we have ticks on deer. Yes. Well, you have ticks, like when you go out and play. Games where they tickle get on you, right? Oh yeah, like if you you walk through yeah. the weeds, you're yeah. you got a good chance so, to get yeah. ticks on it. So that's what she's talking about. But for some reason, the ticks they have now, you know, they have they have they're either getting 
ticks that aren't natural to here or the ticks that we have have started these some of these tick-borne things like Lyme has been around for a long time, right? Yeah. <coughs> There's two other ones, one of which is spotted, Rocky Mountain spotted fever. So then I was just sitting there going, oh, my God, now I can't eat fucking meat tomorrow and, and milk and ice cream. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, even God dang, even Magic Johnson got to eat meat, for Christ's sake. And and now I won't be able to do nothing. And uh, anyway. I, I like how you're comparing yourself to Magic Johnson. <laughs> well, you're old enough to know who Magic Johnson is. Some of our younger listeners probably won't, but anyhow. <laughs> Anyway, I so think I, Magic Johnson got to keep doing a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think he did do. You know, I'm reading about <laughs> CDC right here. Rocky Mountain spotted fever is a bacterial disease spread through the bite of an infected tick. Most people who get the, the REMSF will have a fever, headache, and rash. REMS cannot be treated, can be deadly if not treated by the right antibiotics. So, um, Anyhow, they put me, they gave me three liters of stuff and some medicine that I couldn't get until today because the pharmacy was closed and uh, sent me home. Well, when are they going to know for sure if that's what you got? Well, she told me I didn't because they might have something about my white count and something else. Oh, so she, she thought uh-huh. she did, but she told you, okay. She had to run these all these tests. So, so what? So then, what do you got to do then? Besides so take meds, clear liquid diet for two days and don't go to work. Two days. No, I shouldn't even be on this podcast. You know, unfortunately, we don't have sick days yet. You know, and I will say this: I was telling, I was um, telling Todd on my. Uh, on my way home, I had to call him about something, and I told him you weren't feeling well. And he's like, "Hey, didn't even miss a beat." He goes, I- "I'll fill in for him if I need to." There you go. And I see. And I said, I'm "Glad I got a little pin." I didn't realize that. <laughs> he's because yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, I just said, you know, I'm not sure. That, I'm not. I, I hated to break it to him, but I said, "I think a holler at, you know, at twenty percent is probably better than a Todd at a hundred percent." But you don't know that. I, you know, I think the fans would probably, I think they would probably, yeah, I think they would probably go for it. But you know what I kept thinking that whole time? I was thinking about Jason. Remember Jason got sick? Oh, yeah. So I was thinking maybe I really do need to go to the doctor and see a professional. There was a dude I was a cop with 25 years ago that just retired about six months ago. He got sick three weeks ago and died last Friday. Another guy? 55. Uh Uh-huh. Did she? Wasn't there? I um, had a funeral today. Yeah, I've known Sarah. I've known a couple now. Uh huh. Guys, because wasn't there a guy that was in like real good shape that you yep. have been talking yep. about? He this guy not, wasn't necessarily in great shape, but he was a army veteran and he was a cop. And and my wife come in and said, "Hey, her dad, my father-in-law called and let me know that he died on Friday." And I said, well, I didn't even know if he was, I thought he was still working. She goes, no, he retired about six months ago. And, and he got COVID about three weeks ago. And he just, just up and died, you know. I mean, at home, we're staying home, you know, just, just, I don't know. This you know, is crazy. Know. 
I don't know if it was I got COVID, but I'm going to stay here and take care of myself, or if it's I got COVID and they're going to send me home to hospice to die. I don't know which it was, but all I know was three weeks ago he was fine and now he's dead. So I thought, well, maybe I better go. Maybe I better see some professional help. Well, it can't, um, you know, it can't hurt, I guess. You know, I, well, I, I struggle with that. I, str- <laughs> I struggle with that too. You know, I, I, other than, you know, going to the emergency room there a couple of weeks last, well, it's been over a year now. I struggle with, you know, do I want to go and even find out if something's wrong with me? Well, you know, they, they came down and got me yesterday, and they, this little girl comes in there and she says, Hey, are you Jeff? First, she asked me about my name, and then she wants me to regurgitate my name and date of birth. I'm like, lady, you're the one that came in here and got me. You know? It's like when those teleprompters or telemarketers call you, and they want you to tell all your stuff back to you. You know, I'm like, lady, you called me. (laughs) So I said, yeah, you know, I give it back to you. She's okay, well, I need you to get in a wheelchair and go with me. And, of course, I don't know who she is or nothing, so I'm going. My old lady says, hey, where are you going? She goes, I'm taking the x-ray. They want to do abdominal x-rays. Huh? Sure enough, to take me down this x-ray thing, you know, and standing in front of the x-ray thing. She took a couple pictures, and I laid up flat on the table. I said, oh, you got a long torso. I'm going to have to take three shots. Wow. Said, oh, do you think that was a pickup one? You think, think that was a pickup one? years ago, girl. Well, that's what I thought. I didn't know if it was. But, you know, I, that's what I, you know, when I went back to my room, that's what I told my wife. I said, she how long torso I said you see below the belt but I don't know what it was for and my lady I said why would they do that my lady goes I don't know so when the doctor came in or the PA come in she goes well I want to make sure you don't have bowel obstruction and I want to say lady I just had freaking projectile diarrhea for 18 hours by now <laughs> there's nothing so I can go around it yeah because she goes oh your colon looks great looks like you cleansed for colonoscopy <laughs> I think what happens is you got good insurance and they run up the meter, right? Well, of course they do. How much have we lost this year? How much (laughs) have we lost this year? We need to make it up. This guy's got a little money left, you know? Yeah, we can. Let's do $17,000 of ancillary services on this guy. And we'll, uh, you know, maybe collect 12 of it. And we'll, you know, that'll make up for the old lady that uh, we lost out on the wheelchair out there that went home after three and a half hours. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's right. Wow. Well, all I can say is, huh? is, is I'm going, I mean, this has been rough. I mean, this is rough uh, on the, the podcast has had some serious health scares here in the past year. The only person that hasn't really had anything too bad is judge. So let's knock on wood and hope nothing happens. Well, I mean, if I, if I hope not, but it could change in a heartbeat, right? Well, no, I know. I mean, it's, um, I'll tell you, I, you know, uh, Christy and I were sitting there watching. I don't know if you've seen The uh, Watcher on Netflix. Um, What's The Watcher? I don't think. The Watcher's a new, it's like seven episodes. It's a series based on a true story. But we're sitting there watching it. We're trying to, we got one more episode, I think, for us to get to the end. And um, you send me that stuff. You send me that picture. You know, I'm already a little on, we're a little on, on the edge because we're watching this kind of suspenseful thing and i'm like whoa wait i gotta pause it and i'm like are you can you believe this he's in the emergency room she goes oh no is he okay and i go is that what happens in the watcher well the watcher is 
a psychological thriller. But I wouldn't even say it's a thriller. Now, six episodes in. I mean, it's a good enough watch. But I'm, it's one of those shows you're just like, okay, come on. This could have been three episodes. Could have been three episodes max. Kind of drawn out the downward spiral of this family. Um, and what it was, it's based on a true story. It's this big, huge, beautiful house in New Jersey somewhere. Uh, and the true story is this, this, these people bought it, started doing renovations, and it didn't even move into it. Okay. And they uh, started getting these letters in the mailbox and it was somebody calling themselves the watcher talking about how they were watching the house and it was just really eerie and creepy and they couldn't figure it out and it just spooked everybody and they just sold the house before even moving into it and ended up losing like four hundred thousand dollars on the house All right perfect i like it so and then the first suspect was the guy that bought it after them. No, hey, well, well, well. And so this Ryan Murphy, I think he's the guy that does American Horror Stories, that those okay. series. So his idea was to take that story and say, okay, let's take it a step further. What happened if those people did move into the house? They've, cre- they've created a kind of a cool story, but it's just... It's so aggravating because it's just dragging on. It's like, let's get to the end. And find so what happened to the end? So it's, you know, anybody's looking for something good to watch. I mean, it's, it's, it's good to, you know, it's worth watching, but it can be aggravating. It is, at least it's aggravating to me and Christy, because it's like, get it, let's get on, let's get over Now, do you think it's because you have some insight because you've written a few things? Yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say yes or no, but I'm just going to, it's, I like to see, I got to admit, I like to see the end. I like to know, I almost like to know what the end is, so as I'm watching I can, I can then pick apart how they got there. Does that make sense? Like, um, sort of, mm-hmm. you know, like, like, oh, if this is what's gonna, you know, you don't go that way with it. You know, it's the same way. And I listen, I listen to songs, and you know, I'm like, oh, that's not the right word, whatever. But what do I know? You know, I'm delivering mail right. every day. I'm just <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know anything, but. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're good. Um, you know that makes uh, everybody's a little worried. I talked to Jason a little bit this morning, and um, uh-huh. he, he was he was pretty worried. Of course, you know he's he knows what's uh, yeah what's he's, happening. He's a he survived death this year. Um, but um, yeah, he did literally. He literally yeah, survived, what I mean. yeah literally survived death. Um, yeah. But. Um, we, I got something. If you hadn't got, if you hadn't got sick, had a really good story we're going to talk about that's happening in real time here in our county. Um, but I'm going to send you the stuff so you can read up okay. on it, and then we're going to come okay. back next week and we're going to tell the world about this crazy 
thing that's going on in our town with with one of the lawyers in our town. Okay, and, I can't uh, wait. I think you're gonna you're gonna just be amazed. It might be one of the craziest things you've ever heard, um, but I think our listeners will enjoy. We'll get we'll get into it uh, and uh, and give them you know this real life case. Of what, of what is happening, <laughs> so, right? So, but uh, so there you go. So anything, I, we'll we'll cut it short, you know, so you can so you can rest up and, and get back mm-hmm. on the bend. And uh, before we jump off, just want to remind everybody: tune in at midnight on the thirtieth, our Halloween special, where we did a really cool Halloween special, and it's got some super cool. Uh, ghost stories coming, and uh, so we'll uh, hope everybody will tune in because it'll make Halloween that much better. Well, maybe, wait. yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. So, all right, man. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I will, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get ready okay. for next week because next week will be a cool, will be a cool episode. Okay, sounds good. I'll talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in our Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.